yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. And we died in the hallway. and On the way to turn it in, too. We were there. Yeah. We were, like, you di- I think you died first and I died. And then like at the very end, Olivia, I think, got the exact right card. Out of like 48 left cards left, she got the only one that would save her. Yeah. And won the game. And we yeah, hit her and, in the stay. Yeah. <laughs> and they were so like polite and nice. Like We're like, we're ah, played. And then we die. And they're just like, oh, it's your turn. Your turn. <laughs> well, with that, we are you are listening to Stand Up Dads. This is <laughs> and Mike. And this week we are joined. Gi- we are vagina. Joined. <laughs> Fuck. Let me start. So the new that hip jive talking. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. We have a very special guest today. We have Matt Lauer. Yeah. And no, not the rapist Me Too guy, Matt Lauer from <laughs> not uh, the Today one. Show. The cool Matt. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is my entire adult life, you know, I had this whenever someone would call me or call my work and ask for me or someone would say, Oh, Matt Lauer's coming, like people would be excited, they'd be happy. And then uh, <laughs> and then when they see me, they're depressed, right? They're like, Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> Which thankfully totally changed this past two years. I say thankfully in a horrible way. But like yeah. <laughs> I get it. Now it's like, oh sweet, it's not the rapist. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's him. Oh, that's now, was, awesome. Was he actually a rapist or just a harasser? I can't remember. He had like a button in well allegedly, I'm not gonna say anything to, you know, legal whatever, but like mm-hmm. apparently he had some button that would shut the door on on people automatically. Oh, so he creepy. had to be forced in the room or something like that. Yeah. I tried to distance myself from all that, though. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah good, good call. <laughs> well, this week we are talking about board games because Matt, I believe he has over 600 board games. I, I have 700 board games Jeez. today. Actually, came my 700th. So, nice. yeah, I, I have a, a good collection. It's a magnificent collection. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's magnificent yes. until you realize that in order to play them all, I have to play for almost two, one game a day every single day for two years straight. And then you realize, eh, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I get it. What was the very last game you bought? So the last game that came, let's see. <laughs> so this is the one order. So this one's 19, so this number 700 is this one? So I got, my last thing that came was an expansion for a game called Western Legends called Annie Up. Okay. Western Legends is like a Wild West sandbox game where you're a cowboy or something and you can do anything you want. You can wrestle cattle. You can rob a bank. You can do anything you want to do in the game. And it only ends when you get a certain amount of you know, points and stuff like that in any uh, conditions. But and it's a board game? It's a board game, yeah. Okay. So like Red Dead Redemption 2 on a board game. Not as good as graphics, but yeah. Sure. Pretty close to it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So yeah, we're going to talk about board games and kids and adults. But before we do that, Mike and I were guests on a show last week. On episode 83, we had Mo Green from Dad Hard with a podcast on, and we got to be guests on his show. So if you got a minute, get over there. There'll be a link on our Facebook page. Go to Dad Hard with a podcast. Check out, I think it's episode 47. It's the last one that they just had. That sounds like a risky click. I know. Yeah. Yeah, if you get the wrong one, oh, not <laughs> not again, not twice in one night. He's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. He's going to have to start making it very clear which one to click on. <laughs> Matt, do you remember the first board game you ever played? Uh, 
I'm a, no, I don't. I'm assuming it was probably Checkers. Okay. Yeah, I don't, don't remember though. Are you sure it was in Candyland? I, th- and, I think that was mine. I love because uh. Matt Matt hates Candyland. And <laughs> Everyone hates Candyland. <laughs> yeah, but he pointed out is it you said that whoever starts the game always wins, right? No, 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 no. What is it? So the game is decided as soon as the cards are shuffled. There's no chance. There's no option. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. It's you shuffle yeah. the cards. The winner's there. You just pretend you're playing the playing the round like you actually have a chance. You pretend. Matter. You're just pretending to have choices. <laughs> I landed on Candyland Mountain, or I landed on Peppermint, whatever it was. Yeah, because you drew the sixth card down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it because it. Yeah, that that got some that got a heated thing out of you where I was just like, oh my god, man, like I don't like Candyland, but you were like, no, no, you don't understand. <laughs> Candyland is beyond just sucking. <laughs> it's like one game. of the worst mechanics ever in a game. <laughs> now, now that being said, I do own it. I, I don't own and like I own almost no games I don't want to play, but I do own Candyland for my kids because it's it's a game that kids can play and have a chance of winning, right? Because mm-hmm. a, yeah. a, a three year old, a four year old can play it. You just match colors, go up spaces, but I can't make them lose. I can't do anything for them to. I can't fault them or make them mess up. It's it's really a scripted game. So if they win, they feel happy. They don't understand that they were going to win regardless. So it's it's, <laughs> kind of, it's a game I have, and I do play it still with my, my youngest, but I hate it. How old are your kids? <laughs> I have a, a five-year-old and a nine-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Got it. It's, uh, yeah, we've been doing sorry with my kid. No, I'm sorry. And actually, I like it just because <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, I love sorry. And we have the, the one that's the fire and ice edition at my mom's house. And it's like, you can put ice on people and they get stuck and yeah, it's brutal. We uh, talk, that's too much we, work. We talk a lot of crap while we're playing it. <laughs> and my mom does not like to lose. So she, she chose bad sportsmanship. <laughs> yeah, I could see that with your mom. But, uh, <laughs> so can your nine and five-year-old play with each other pretty well, depending on the game? Yeah, absolutely. And usually, like, we'll, when we are playing a difficult game, you know, uh, Lauren, Lily, my oldest, will, will play with me and she'll know how the rules go and things like that. And we definitely will include Lauren and we'll help her through the way. Like, we'll find some way of kidifying the game. Either, mm-hmm. you know, cards up. We'll play games that have complex rules, which will drop half the rules out. Like, Carcassonne's a game where you play tiles down. And if you have, there's, there's this field rule you can play. And it's, it's a great way to play the game. But if you just drop that rule out, automatically you know six or seven year old can play it that rule in itself though makes it so difficult to understand for them that it sure. it kills it so dropping it out or also like we have tons like games i love like Catan, or i say that out loud knowing that the community of board games is that they're tired of that game but there's a lot of games out there that are fun okay. that you can uh you can buy kid versions of like a kid ticket to ride or a kid mm-hmm. evolution and the mechanics are still there so mm-hmm. as a, a dad i'm still getting fun out of it while i'm watching my kids also have fun in it so cool yeah, I have to say that Olivia and Lily have been friends since they were like, what were they, four or something like that yeah. at the TK? Yeah, and then that's how me and Matt became friends. You know, like a lot of times you just get stuck with other parents because and you're just like, oh, man, like when I when I got to meet Matt, we became friends because it was just like, you know, when you end up, you end up going like, oh, hey, like you're the dad of – my daughter's friend mm-hmm. great now we gotta talk and it's like like uh, i'm into comics i'm into comics i <laughs> I, I like games i like video games what and then we give it was like oh awesome like finally <laughs> one of the times where you meet somebody and you're like oh i get to be friends and then when we, we go over there our daughters are usually like you know wanting us to play too and i'm like i 
I'm having a play date. We're playing magic. <laughs> We're playing this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unlike parents who drop their kids off and drive away, we stay and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and that's jealous. a rare thing. Yeah. It's a rare thing, right? Mm-hmm. To, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the Most... few times I've spoken to other dads at my kid's school when we had school, it's like, this guy's tolerable. And then I'll be walking along and then there he goes to his truck with all the MAGA stickers on it. And I'm like, ah, fuck <laughs> this guy. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I got nothing in common with this guy. So Do the political thing, right? You're doing the political friendship to people like, <laughs> hey, Nice to meet you. Yeah, we have an extra 10 minutes here to talk until the kid gets picked up. I don't know. I remember one guy I was talking about, you know, I'm in Folsom, which is a pretty white neighborhood or, you know, city. And to be fair, it wasn't the dad. I think it was the grandpa picking his kid up. And he's like, yeah, this place is a lot better before the Mexicans started moving in. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> You're like, it's like right up. Oh, and it's over. Man. I can't talk can't, to you. Can't even sit here with you. and i remember he kind of looked at me like because if i'm tan i could look hispanic Mm -hmm. he kind of was giving me the once over like oh maybe he's one of them but i was like man this guy's an (laughs) asshole (laughs) he's all oh but you're cool (laughs) yeah there's the rodney danger good ones but you're good Such the worst thing you could say. That's hilarious. Yeah, but life is a board game. (laughs) So do you figure, I mean, okay, so I'm assuming you play them pretty often. I I try to, yeah. Yeah. And so do you think that's affected how your kids, you know, have grown up? I mean, they get a lot less stuff, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, no room. They get what's left from the board game budget. (laughs) Sorry, we can't afford these this year because Daddy got 18 new board games this month. (laughs) It's going to be slow slow Christmas for you, but Daddy's going to come out like a master. It's going to be great. (laughs) You're teaching them the real game of life. You're like, oh, but honey, you don't earn any money. So (laughs) you're stuck with what I want to give you, and I I don't want to give you much. Yeah. I mean, it, so it, it's kind of cool, though, playing with them. Yeah. You know, every time you, you play with them, it's, it's really special to them. You know, I'll, I'll do, sometimes I'll do things like I'll be like, if you brush your teeth now, we'll play a board game for bed. Um, and I assume they, they're excited because they get to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume that knowing it's fully not true. Uh, they definitely <laughs> want to play the game because there's some pretty cool games we have. But it's neat to see, you know, how they react and change, you know, create their own strategies and watch them learn from their strategies. Mm-hmm. Something else I like to do, too, with them is, uh, I have a bunch of games that are like bluffing games, like Barnyard Roundup. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's. I think every parent should play bluffing games with their kids. Like Liar's them, Dice? Exactly. Just for the ability to see how mm-hmm. they lie, mm-hmm. right? Because if you see how they lie in a game, you take that out of the game, and it's a, it's it's worth everything. It's you amazing. know all their tells. <laughs> you know their tells. Yeah, like Lily cannot lie to me. She cannot do it. Lauren's pretty good. Lily cannot lie to me. <laughs> My kid cannot lie. Not only can he not lie, he won't allow other people to lie around him. <laughs> because uh so my my wife's birthday was on the 12th and so she i guess dutch (laughs) brothers gives you free coffee on your birthday or a free drink on your birthday (laughs) so she went down there a few days later like on the 16th or something to get her thing it's like oh it's my birthday and then from the back your birthday was last week (laughs) that's awesome So he's She's not, bluffing. Yeah, exactly. He's uh I don't think he would do so well at Liar's Dice at this point, but it would be fun <laughs> to do. 
That's hella funny. Did um, they still give her the drink or they go, sorry. The they don't care. Like he didn't hear it. They don't right. care. That was the same kid that when I, uh, this is a couple of years ago now, we were going to go to a movie, just he and I. I stopped at a uh, quick stop or an AMPM, whatever, to get some candy because I'm not paying $8 <laughs> for a fucking M&M. Mm-hmm. Here, put this in your pocket because. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they don't like you to. And then I was like, you just can't say anything. And we're getting the tickets. And he's like, nothing suspicious here. (laughs) (laughs) Doing the overly caught, you know, cartoonist spitting thumbs. Oh, he "Mm." totally was. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Don't look there. Don't look in my pocket. (laughs) Exactly. So aside from Candyland is what's your least favorite game? Okay. Um, Actually, let me clarify. Least favorite game as an adult and least favorite game to play with kids. So there is one game I will never play again um, mm-hmm. as an adult. It's a game oh my called God. Diplomacy. Hmm. Like there's a bunch of games I don't like and I won't buy, but there's a game I will never play Diplomacy again. Wow. And just to give you an understanding how it works, I played with six friends and at the end of it, we all just kind of left not really speaking well to each other. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. Like the game is genius. It's such a brilliant game. What it is is it's you're in you're in Europe during World War II and mm-hmm. you have to, you know, you get assigned a country and in your country you have to make diplomatic pacts with other countries and you have to make certain actions and move a ship one space one turn and launch a torpedo or whatever it is. And every country's doing this. So the whole game is about trying to figure out what they're going to do, make secret pacts with somebody else and do all these things, but Man, politics is definitely not for me because, mm. like, when you're playing this game, you realize it's such a backstabby world. Like, it's such a backstabby world. And so we have friends playing, switching sides. Like, they're they're friends the entire game. Like, two hours of solid, let's work together, let's do this. And all of a sudden, you know, turn 12, yeah, I'm going to kill you now. Like, <laughs> this guy's going to bring me into the wing with it. And so I'm you're just kill you now. You're two hours as his best ally. You're working together. You're going to go to the end together. And then, eh. My torpedo is going towards you. So it's <laughs> Dang it. Too realistic. It's a crappy, awesome, horrible game. Mm-hmm. And it, if you're going to play it, play it with someone you don't like or don't want to know. All right. It's oh definitely a, uh, I will never play that game again. That but I will talk about me, it for hours. That reminds me, that sounds a little bit like when we did that Watch the Skies one. Oh my and, god, that was awesome. So, yeah, you should describe that to Robert, because we did that was a live action game, Robert. It, it was insane. Yeah, we, uh, I don't remember the whole premise, but it was something like, uh, there's a, like, like a model UN kind of thing, but you're trying to solve, or trying to figure out how to handle aliens visiting the, United, the, the world, right? So, okay. Mike and I were on the on the French team. We had berets and mustaches to match. <laughs> yeah, and we came in get... fully dressed. Yeah, we came in <laughs> nonstop. You know, doing the oh, 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 we only spoke in French. You know, stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a polite thing to do. <laughs> and Mike and I, I don't think we took it seriously enough. People took it very seriously. They were trying to formulate plans, do all these crazy things. And in our group, we had Mike and a couple of his friends who were there. One guy just didn't care, so he wasn't doing anything to help us out. But the whole time, Mike and I were just wheeling and dealing and like lying to people the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it got to the point where I think everyone wanted to kill us, but we were, I, it was like this, there was one turn that we were France and for some reason, South Africa was trying to tell us we couldn't move somewhere. And I told them, well, we can because we have a treaty with this country. They're under our protection and they're like, oh, okay, 
we didn't have a tree with that kind of tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I think it was Congo. We're like, so we went into Congo and I, yeah. I, we attacked an alien base and we're like, well, we had a treaty. And everyone's like, oh, well, they have a treaty. We, there's wow. nothing. There's no concept of treaties in that yeah. game for this thing. And yeah, they're trying to like, you know, they have a whole team that people are playing that are the aliens and you, you don't know, are they good or bad? What are they mm-hmm. trying to do? And one of the guys who was supposed to be the alien ambassador I didn't like him. He came over like twice and he just rubbed me the wrong way. And the second time he came, I was like, man. And I'm like, can we assassinate him? (laughs) We go over and the guy who's like, you have to go ask stuff of like, you know, he Uh goes, He's sitting there, he's got his feet up, and he's like, like looking at his stuff. He's like, yeah. And I go, hey, can we assassinate the alien? And he, and he jumps up, he goes, I don't know, but I'm going to go find out. And he came back, he's all, you can, but you have to, I forget, we had to roll or do some sort of thing. And he's all, you did it. And then we, we went back, no one knows this stuff happened. But then everyone finds out, everybody's all like shocked, like, oh, he got one. <laughs> This is a real person having to sit out for four hours. You had to sit out of the rest of the four-hour game. Yeah, and it was and, an all-day thing with like it was 80 amazing. people in the room, and this guy's in the corner just sitting down because Mike assassinated him. <laughs> <laughs> no fanfare, just no one knows. He just doesn't show up to tables anymore. Yep, no one knows what happened. Yeah, it was awesome because at the end when they talked about everything and they revealed everything, people Mm -hmm. started looking at us all, like, what the, oh. This was Watch the Skies? Yeah, it was an all-day live thing. Our friend Angie was like the president of France. I think I was the diplomat, Matt, and Matt was like the military commander. The military guy. (laughs) Yeah, France was like a was a force to be reckoned with. We were the world powerhouse at the end of the game. It got to the point where, <laughs> like, I was the first to raise our DEFCON level. I, as soon as somebody, uh, I, I don't know, we had the option to attack somebody. So, again, this one country was kind of, like, trying to say things about us. I'm like, I'm going to attack you with my four ships. And they're like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. I'm like, why Heck can't yeah. I do that? They're like, the, the UN over there didn't say you could do this. And I'm like, well, they said we could. <laughs> yeah. You did the so George we did. Bush. <laughs> we attacked them and there once they we, we attacked them, people were running all over the place trying to figure out what just happened. Why did France attack? Man, I'm a person. I'm not a I'm not an actual country. Like <laughs> <laughs> they made me mad. <laughs> we were <laughs> Yeah, we were we were very much French stereotypes. We were like, How dare you? We're <laughs> killing you. <laughs> yeah. It is you fun have insulted- being an asshole sometimes. Man, man, we constantly say stuff like "Parlez-vous le français?" Just <laughs> random shit, like <laughs> non-related. There was, oh, yeah. Oh my god! And it was an all-day live-action thing. It was super fun. Yeah. And I think we had a uh, like days later. There was still chat in the Discord server about what we were doing. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Yeah. Still people nice. going. I can't believe that fucking France. <laughs> Those guys, and then. What was it? Didn't somebody recognize us later? Like, I forget. There was somebody later that recognized us. Like, are you those guys from that thing? <laughs> yeah. Who was that? I forget. That was Oh, no, it was Justin Justin Ross, my friend who played board games with us. His, uh, yeah, yeah. friend was there, apparently, and he hated France. All right. <laughs> okay. He was just jealous. Yeah. So, God, I don't know what would come uh, over that, but what's your favorite board game now to play? Favorite board game looking around my room. It's, that's that's hard because, like, there's board games from every situation, right? Sure. I, I think I, my favorite board game, though, that I have to say is a game called Scythe. 
And I think it's my favorite purely for nostalgia reasons. I, I mm-hmm. bought that one off Kickstarter, my first Kickstarter. And I got the best edition they had. Cool. Um, spent way too much on it, but it's a beautiful game. It's a fun game. I've, I've never lost it either. Granted, mm-hmm. I played it four times only. But I will not play against you. <laughs> undefeated. Oh, let, me, uh, let me explain uh. <laughs> how it is to play against Matt. Matt will go, here's the rules. Here's how you go. Here's how you win. And then about half an hour into it, he'll go, oh, I'm doing this because this is also a way that you can win. <laughs> and you'll go, what? And he'll go, oh, I, I think I know you didn't explain that to us. Oh, well, it's nice. all right. It's not in that my, big a deal. <laughs> in my defense, I do that every time. Every time. I can, <laughs> my, no matter how small the board game is, I'll forget some like super cool critical rule. I guess so. And then at the very end, I'm like, I won. Oh, I guess, okay. I guess I didn't really truly win, but I beat you. But yeah. Uh, I and it's it. always it like, man, like, <laughs> totally don't mean to, like, totally don't mean to. I, I when right. I play board games, I don't care if I win or lose. I don't, as long as I'm not So last, you're not super competitive? No, not at all. Like, cool. I, I just have to play. I don't care if, about winning or losing. Do you ever let your kids win for the sake of letting them win or no? Never. Good. I will never let them win. <laughs> so, and that's why you have games like Candyland. Or if you want to, if you they want have to have one, they have the you one. You never let them win. 699 games that cannot beat me in, but one game they have a chance, 50-50. <laughs> What's your they favorite can't. game to play with the kids? Uh, uh, let's see. I guess oh, okay. favorite game no. to play with the older kid and favorite game to play with the younger kid. Or do it's, you the same. Never... it's the same for both. Um, there's a game called Coconuts, which is a pretty fun game. And it, it's a dexterity game. So what it is is you have your you have a monkey yep. who – this is totally factual. You have a monkey. Huh. It, has a tar- it has like nine targets in the middle. You use your monkey to throw coconuts by flicking it into the cups okay that's all it is simple game nice. but it's a dexterity game and it's fun to play and it's it's just a fun game and if i want to play a game where we and there's there's a winner in that game but another thing too about that is with the whole winner and letting my kids win i don't let them win i think getting them the chance to win on their own is really important mm-hmm. also i want to celebrate them winning but i also want them to be humble with it right i don't want them yeah. to just you know i want to instill those things in them but there's a lot of games i have that are co-op that we play together like david game called ghost fighting treasure hunters mm-hmm. which all you do you're you're three different people in the house or four different people in the house finding jewels trying to get all the eight jewels before the ghosts overtake the house but you play together and you work together cool. on it and it's fun nice what game would you say is the best kept secret board game out there i can't tell you oh <laughs> <laughs> like something like you can't believe that it's not more popular looking around my room again mm-hmm. yeah i wish people could see your background because yeah you got a shitload of games back there yeah and that's like a sliver of yeah the... <laughs> i figured it is. okay well uh, i was gonna say another game i really like to play with my kids too but you could say it man there's a bunch of games i don't know some i have a lot anyways no there's a game called boxer rocks i was looking at over there which is another game i like to play with them because it's a uh box or I, rocks? I, no one's ever heard Box of Rocks. Box of Rocks. I don't. Yeah, this might be this might be the game that no one really knows about. Mm-hmm. It's such a dumb, simple game, and I paid way too much for it because like <laughs> it wasn't even on Amazon when I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. It might not be there right now either. Sorry, people looking for the link, but but what it is is it's it's a trivia game that anybody can play without having to know any trivia. And what it'll be like is you know how many like the the card might say how many uh I don't know how many legs does a slug have or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, some dumb question, but the answer is always either zero, one or two and all it. the questions. And what you do is you have the people playing are people. They are on a people track and they have to get three questions right to win. Mm-hmm. The other things playing are rocks where you mm-hmm. have in this box of rocks. I'll put my hands up. 
you have two two rocks in there. Each rock has a, a blank side and a, a one on one side. So mm -hmm. when you shake up the rocks, the answer always adds up to zero, one, or two. So the question is, are you smarter than a box of rocks? And all you do is <laughs> they get their answer, the box of rocks guesses its answer, and whoever's right gets the point. My kids lose that game so often. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a purely chance trivia game. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, we never go like, to the to hotels and stuff. We take that with us, too, because they love that game. Very cool. All right. Well, I was messing around, and I was looking for the benefits of board games. And I found, I will post links to these, uh, top 10 health benefits of board games. I'll just pick some out. You know, some of them are just obvious. Have fun and feel good. Family time. Big one is the memory formation and cognitive skills. I do notice that my kid is better, because there was a long time we didn't play board games because he was such a prick. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, once sorry was one that really got him. I don't know what it was about that one, but it just really focused him. I think mainly because you could really fuck people over and he enjoys that part of it. <laughs> so but he definitely uh, you can see his little brain work in there. This one was kind of a, a surprise reduces risk for mental diseases. Mm hmm. Lowers risk of cognitive decline, lowers blood pressure, speeds up your response, reduce stress, and, you know, grows your immune system. I think these are kind of big claims, but hey, why not? And then, you know, the, it's, yeah. you know, it's funny. I've never thought before ever in my life of mm -hmm. all these games of how this board game is going to affect my health until you brought this up. There you go. I'm not like sitting, I'm, I imagine myself sitting around a board game table next time being like, you know what? If I get two more points, my blood pressure is definitely going to benefit from this thing. Mm -hmm. You know, well, it's like uh, it's like if you were being chased by a lion and being like, well, man, at least I'm getting my Fitbit points in. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm pretty sure you raised blood pressures when you were uh, France. If you're, if, if you're losing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, uh, there's another one I'll post a link to. Surprising benefits your kids get from playing board games. Offers opportunities for early learning because you do kind of approach things that might be out of their grade level. And oh, yeah, like for you, sure. You know, and like you said, you kind of kidify them or dumb them down or whatever. Yeah. Just so they can make it. So, you know, and you can kind of push it and see, let's see if they can handle this rule or not. Well, that's that's such a big thing, though. Again, playing with kids and playing even young, young, young kids. I remember when my, when Lily, my oldest one, got into TK and I played games with her all the time. Mm -hmm. it, but watching her do addition, just the fact of adding two numbers together, she was like, yeah, it's like the dice. Yeah, like that simple concept awesome. of, you know, oh, a four plus a two adds up to six. I get six moves, you know, so she saw four plus two on a paper and she's like, oh, that's six. No, con no having to like math out or figure it out. She knew that by playing it. Same thing. With, and it's really tricky too. like the games you have to read. You know, you get better at reading by playing games. Yeah, that was actually my next point. <laughs> oh, well, I took, <laughs> no, you're good. I stole your thunder. No, sir. you're just reinforcing <laughs> it. Yeah. Booster language skills. I mean, that's one of the things about sorry. Again, I keep going back to that because we don't play a whole lot of games. Yeah. But it's not just look at the number and go that many spaces. It's just, you know, you have to read to see what it is. Oh, this one, you have to go backwards. So that actually got him reading. And I love the thing about the dice because that yeah. makes perfect sense. Well, even like, you know, if your kid's struggling with creative writing or something like that, playing mm -hmm. a board game and making them try to figure out what they're doing or immersing them in the world of the game itself. A big, I mean, obviously probably the biggest theater of the mind games out there is Dungeons and Dragons, right? Mm -hmm. And like Lee and I have spent multiple times where we've just kind of been, you know, paper and pencil and making up stories as we're going and she's hacking things and I'm writing stuff down and rolling dice with her. And that, I mean, that alone, like making that up and kind of getting that world creation totally. under her belt is pretty, pretty important. Cool. And she likes it. Oh yeah. They, yeah. That's kind of the cool thing about it too. Again, like they like just playing 
with mm-hmm. it, with me, with whatever. They like playing these things, which, you know, as a dad, you always hope your kids are going to be into your hobbies. I'm, I wasn't into sports or anything like that. I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. But seeing how my kids, like, again, they, if they get a chance to play a board game, they're just pumped. That's cool. That's awesome. Do you do a kid version of Dungeons and Dragons, or do you? Like... I just make it up. Yeah, I just it's purely yeah. like I make up my own story. I draw. That's map, cool. And you know, you have to cross this bridge. Oh, let's see. Roll random dice. If it's close to one, I'm like, well, that's pretty pretty bad. Yeah. You fall in the water. <laughs> it's you don't want to discourage them, but yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some of that's well, important. <laughs> sure. No, I know, but to the point where you know, it's like if you keep getting your ass kicked every time you go at something, you're not going to want to do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I think that's. I wish I was more creative to where I could do that to actually think <laughs> up a story um, out of out of thin air. <laughs> ah, whatever. Uh, edit there. I thought you were trying to right then. I'm like, oh, uh, this is gonna take a while. <laughs> uh, I know. Unedit. Unedit. Yeah. <laughs> Back to re-editing. No, unedit that one. It's kind of like a thing with like when you do stand up. I've you know like we'll do the same joke fucking forty times before it even makes half a bit of sense. And I would love to see you in the audience. You know, saying like, "Hang on, edit." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's try this forty more times. <laughs> do it again. Hang on. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. Being like, okay, I'm gonna re. Forget everything you said. Yeah. Reset. Cleanse okay, my laugh palate. like you did a second ago, and we'll start now. <laughs> so you just you laugh in the first place. So you just make it up every time, like, ha, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest one out of these is it shows kids how to be a good loser. Yeah. Um, which I don't like that wording. You know, I'd rather be good loser, good winner, because I don't know. I don't want them to get too used to losing. You know what I mean? Like, I still want you to fight it a little bit, but not to the point where you're throwing a tantrum. I mean, obviously it's, you know, not a good, not, Hey, way to go. You're a giant loser, but more of a gracious loser. Like, Hey, you did better than me this time. You picked the card first in Candyland. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever had this? I was playing sorry with the kid. Uh, Actually, no, it wasn't sorry. It was trouble. I have, I have done that before. No, Uh, it was trouble. I was playing that with him. I lost and he started crying. I was like, oh yeah. Why are you crying? Because you won. He's like, I wanted you to win this one. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh wait, I missed. What a great child that is. No, but not usually. I mean, when I cry when I win, I feel feel it's bad, but this is awesome. No, (laughs) usually he cries when he loses. So, you know, and he still does. You know, I didn't. It's not fair and all that crap. But this one, he actually w- was crying and was like, I wanted you to win this He one. wanted you to win. That's uh, nice. So, That's great. I wish my kids cried when they I won. know. It was a one-time thing. It never happened again, but I was just... Well, now I'll be like, you know, my friend Robert, his kids cry when they win. I know. <laughs> they they want know. their dad to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of jerks. Okay, mm-hmm. so I have a... Uh, it won't even work on Oli. She'd just be like, "Good, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> good for good for Owen." Your daughter <laughs> like, is evil. Uh, <laughs> that's he's crying. That's weakness. Yeah, <laughs> I'll crush him. Stay out of politics. So I found a board game that I'm pretty sure you do not have in your collection. Uh-oh. Oh, that is a bold statement. Wow, I, let's I, find I, out. Right, uh... I am very confident it is not in your collection. And being the stand-up dads, being a parenting po- uh, web, uh, podcast, whatever the fuck we are, this actually applies. Uh, you, Mike, are you familiar with Maury Povich? Yes. And I pretty much it. his most popular episodes are the whole You Are Not the Father? Yes. Well, now... <laughs> 
you are not the father of the board game is here. Oh my God. Uh, like, hey, wait, I do have that. Hang on. No, no, no. Oh, God. I was going to say, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> Had I known ahead of time, I would have bought it, but no. Good Lord. I would you not drop not 20 the bucks father. on this. I don't know if they give you, I'm guessing you get the envelope and all that. Pretty sure there's not a DNA test involved. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't, the article I found didn't have a whole lot, but it just came out for Christmas, this last one. So <laughs> I'll post a link for this one. Why not? Yeah. You too could uh, scream at your friends. You are not the father. Yep. It's a perfect dad game. My wife says that all the time too. I don't get it. <laughs> I always tell my wife that she can't prove that I'm my kid's dad. Oh, that must go over good. <laughs> you know what's funny too about this? Like, I always have a problem with branded games where a game is tied to a specific thing that everyone knows about. Like, Maury, everyone, if it's not meeting up to what you expect, you'd be like, oh, that's a shitty game. Like, I try not to buy anything that's like based off an actual IP that people know about. It seems um, one-dimensional, that's for sure. It, it totally is. And if it was, like, here's the thing, too. If it was if it was, if it was called, like, Daddy DNA or Daddy DNA Oopsie or something like that, I'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, yeah. maybe that, that could be a cool game. But because it's Maury, Maury's game, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> no. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, granted, I say this knowing fully well that, like, who made it? Mattel made it. Yeah, they're probably making a killing off this thing. This is probably going to go crazy because those fans are more going to watch it, but not going to get my money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no, standards. I, I mean, I, I have standards. I'd buy Daddy DNA Oops, but I won't buy Maury the card game. Yeah, I like Oops. <laughs> Daddy my Oops. Son has just walked in. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Little baby baby mix up. <laughs> edit. Unedit. Unedit. Edit. <laughs> it's going to mess him up. <laughs> <laughs> You should record him saying edit so you can find it. Edit, unedit. That's what I do. It's like when I hear myself say edit, I know where to look. <laughs> so yeah, I just, God damn it. And I had something in my head. Sorry, awesome. uh, about being an accident. No. Or, about, or not uh, being the father. Just talking about shitty TV. Um, I did not know you were going there with it. Cause we were just talking about like, it was the natural progression. DNA <laughs> well, cause TV. the whole, whatever you just said, the past like 30 seconds was gone. Cause my kid walked in and I apologize. That makes me a bad host, but, um, I wasn't going to say anything out loud, but thanks for reminding me and pointing out to the audience. I'm an awful host. Uh, but, You're uh, not. What was, God damn it. What's the name of that goddamn show where they Maury. would always fight? No, the one where they would fight on stage. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Oh, yeah. Jerry Springer. Okay. At least. Does he not have a board game? I'm sure he has a board game. Oh, I don't know. Now we have to look. Oh, I hear him typing. Let's see. Does Jerry Springer have a board game? Is it called? The Jerry Springer show is a board game rated four wow. out of 10 on Board Game Geek. Wow. So it's not uh, pay a hooker with a check from your uh, from the city that you're the mayor of? <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> it's pretty realistic. I think because, yeah, wasn't he like mayor of Cincinnati and he actually paid a prostitute with a check with a, uh, a oh city my of Cincinnati God. check? Isn't that just wow. par for the course of politics nowadays? I just, yeah. yeah, but usually it's not that blatant. <laughs> Maybe he just thought, ah, it's Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, so yeah. Jerry Springer is, so in this game, Jerry Springer has temporary amnesia after a wild on-stage stage scuffle. You can't remember who you are, but using the insults and various other clues provided to other players, figure out who exactly they are and who will be the winner. Hmm. Oh, I think that actually seems more uh, nuanced than uh, you were not the father. Yeah, there's that there's that amnesia element in it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, way to go, Jerry. 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 
Well, Springer uh, actually kind of lends us into the next one, board games that spark fights. <laughs> like, I refuse to play Monopoly. I will not play it with my kid. I will not play it with anybody. I fucking hate that game more than more I than agree you with you. Candyland. I hate Monopoly that much, too. I do like Cheater's Edition. Cheater's Edition. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. That that one where you get, especially when we played it with my mom, because she gets so mad and like my brother kept stealing from her and getting away <laughs> with it. So she was getting furious. Like, and then she finally tried to steal and we caught her and you got, you have to wear the, the um, like handcuff. <laughs> she is freaking furious. It, it made it so much fun. She was like, I hate this version of it. <laughs> It was great because it didn't follow all, like, she loves regular Monopoly, you know, as an accountant, and my daughter loves regular Monopoly, but, oh, man, me and my brother were loving the other one. (laughs) So, Mike, what game do you think would be the most likely to start a fight? Well, I would say Monopoly is gotta be up there, and then... That's just because it takes so damn long, and you just are so worn down. Yeah. What about you, Matt? So, first on Monopoly, gotta say, Mm -hmm. I don't hate the game. Mm-hmm. I actually have a few versions of it, uh, mainly because it's everyone knows it. Granted, everyone yeah. knows everyone misses one rule, always different. I don't know, and again, Mike knows I don't give all the rules out uh, in board games. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you win the game. <laughs> he keeps so. a couple close to his chest. Yep. <laughs> On page four, paragraph eight. No, um, <laughs> I, I got to say my favorite version of Monopoly though is Monopoly Junior because there's, it's so easy and so quick, and you can't really cheat in it. Okay, I might try mm-hmm. that. It's it's worth it if you have a kid that's under like seven years old. Otherwise, okay. there's no point in buying it. But it, it's actually a pretty solid version of it. Um, okay. And again, the key point there is it's quick, so you get your Monopoly fix off quickly. Okay. That's nice. So what do you think is the most fight-starting game? I don't think... That's the problem. Like Besides, obviously, Diplomacy, which I mentioned yeah. earlier on, which is the worst game ever created, but, the, but a really good game. But really good, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of fights, though, I think aren't necessarily from the game itself, but from the way it's played. Either, sure. you know, people who cheat, like any game you play with a cheater, that sucks. That's lame. Mm-hmm. Any game you play with a keymaker, someone who purposely tries to take you out mm-hmm. because they're already going out, I hate that, too. Like, it's the people that suck, not the game. <laughs> That's very valid in games <laughs> and life. Yeah. <laughs> now granted saying all that there's definitely those moments that you play a long game like agricola or some like or agricola or however you want to pronounce it but a game where you have you're spending three or four hours building up to this one final move mm-hmm. and you have someone like mike who's never played it before who this has happened where you have everything lined out and you're going to score 20 whatever 20 points or whatever it is like at the very last turn and it's awesome and then someone like mike grabs that one piece you need that no one should have needed <laughs> <laughs> and you lose and you lose the game and it's not you no know, fanfare or anything like that the only solace <laughs> so the only solace to that is you get to spend 20 minutes explaining how you would have won the game if he didn't ah. do that one thing <laughs> so sure i didn't win the game mike but i got to talk to you for 20 minutes about how i could have <laughs> um, taking, that, taking that cattle you jerk <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I found an article saying 11 board games most likely to spark actual fights. Again, I'll post a link and tell me what you think. Cranium. I haven't played Cranium in 20 years. That, that's, a, that's a great game, though. But see, any game that's like a, a Pictionary or mm-hmm. whatever this game, I find, it, I find it hard to really imagine somebody getting in a fight from those games because it's really your actors you know. Like mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're friends with someone who is not animated and you play it on your, and you're on their team, 
you know they're not going to be animated, so why are you sure. going to be all pissy about it? Yeah, why would you fight? Yeah. Like, unless, unless there's money on the table for something or, you know, it's yeah. your life or something like that, why would you fight about it? Uh, it was Volcano, um, obviously Volcano. Yeah. That <laughs> was this Volcano. <laughs> Maybe. No, like, but anything like that where it's, it's based on someone acting or somebody. Sure. Basic, not, like, trivia knowledge. I think that's just a wash. Getting mad at that's stupid. And you're stupid if you do get mad at that. And this is a <laughs> but it's a um, fact that just reminds me i can't wait to play and it's a few years off now but i can't wait to play balderdash with my kid <laughs> i can see that that's actually one of my favorite games i never get to play ah <sighs> okay the next one they had was risk i could see that that's one of those games that you spend game. two or three hours yeah. or eight hours yeah. playing invested out, right? yeah and yeah. this asshole holds up in australia or something like that um, and it also sucks too when you are playing Risk. And again, that's a game where you, I mean, there's house rules and stuff, but you shouldn't have an alliance in Risk. And if you get one, you're kind of a dick. Because, like, <laughs> because it means that now mm-hmm. it's one person against two, or it's one person yeah. against three. And that's just, that's just picking somebody off. And sure. yeah. any, any game like that where you have the ability to pick somebody off is hard with people who, especially a long game like that, like Axis and Allies, where you're spending six hours or seven hours playing this immense game. And then you have these three people like, well, let's kill Mike really fast. And Mike's in the corner now sitting for the next seven hours just being like, well, yeah. <laughs> any more chips? Do you have more popcorn in the back? Because I'm here doing nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. Games that you take people out like that are, I have a hard time with. Granted, I own a bunch of versions of Risk too, but like I have a hard time with those kind of games, even getting to the table ever. Got it. Uh, this next one I thought was kind of strange to be on this list. Twister. I mean, if you I don't mean, if you don't have moves, it's kind of on your on you, right? Yeah, but, I can't yeah, see. I don't understand why that would be a fight. Yeah, if you don't yeah. have this, if, if you don't have this finesse, it's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. or just <laughs> Mike, you're getting no a sense. boner again. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> this one I've played the taboo. What's to fight I haven't, about? I haven't played taboo. It's like there's a buzzer and there, it's like password and there's words you can't say. So what if you say hell? one of the words, they buzz you. Yeah, and it's like I don't understand. There's no. That makes no sense. And it's a quick this sounds game. like a bogus. That's back to the whole actor thing too, right? If you're not a good actor, you're not going to be good sure. at this thing in general. Yeah. Jenga. That's your own fault if you do that. Though. If you mad at that game, it's because you messed up on your own. Exactly. Yeah. It's not really a lot of you really screwed me up. Like there is that, but yeah, it's more of a wow. I'm impressed you did that. You you got that out of there without it falling. I'm gonna die. I mean, my next yeah. turn, I'm losing. <laughs> yeah. But man, that was awesome. <laughs> Have you seen the big, huge Jenga that's like five feet that's tall? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I will never. I like that. that. Crazy. Imagine the shelf space that would take. Oh, no. That's a I like game. seeing it, though. But, well, not now with coronavirus, because it yeah. would just look like every one of that has it. But they had it at, like, this uh, coffee shop. They mm-hmm. had it just always sitting there. And that's kind of cool, a big, giant one like that. Uh, what a gimmick. Like, what a gimmick in a board game to make it that large. Like, Giant Connect 4, this kind of game. Like, first off, you're... Jenga in itself is a pain to set up, right? Yes. You're putting everything in the line, you're laying yes. it all up, you're doing your thing. But now you have these board game, pe- these pieces of a board game, which are a foot wide, you know, mm-hmm. by, you know, six, three inches long, whatever it is. And you're, you have to stack these up every time. When they fall, everyone hears it. You're a giant asshole because they were talking. <laughs> what a gimmicky, like, overextended game. Okay, now we see how that could start fights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up my latte. <laughs> apples to apples. And that one started a revolution in those, that solid game. That was like the first big one of the uh, let's crown a winner. Again, like trying to find, I have a hard time saying that's a, a game that would start a fight because really it is. It's, you had a, 
you know, a certain set of cards which you put out there, which mm-hmm. everyone thought was funnier than the other person. So you, you know, you play towards their liking. You say, well, you know, Mike over there likes these things. He thinks that these are funny. So I'll play this mm-hmm. card. I'll get his vote. But like, I mean, apples to apples, you got to give it credit for a bunch of games starting. Cards Against Humanity. Totally. Right? It's a like, total it's, knockoff. Yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, it's way more popular. Yeah. But it, it definitely took up what apples to apples had and just rolled with it. Is it just people get butthurt because they didn't get there? They didn't think that their answer was good? No, it's because they actually have a good answer, but you put down the word masturbation and someone's ah. like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to vote for you. Like, or, it. or anything with Hitler, right? They're going to think that's funny too. I like that. Anything with Hitler. Because <laughs> Holocausts are hilarious. You always have those friends though. They're like, this is so funny. Look at this. Like, I can see why that's annoying. Yeah. Not mad, but definitely annoying. Yeah. But learn to play your people, like learn your audience and then play with them that way. Yeah, so far, this is a weird list for thinking that people are going to fight. Unless these are all wild drinking. Nah. You know? <laughs> Sorry, which I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's more, you know, for... I think more of the young crowds get mad at that because they are, you know, it's one of those yeah. first games that do Travis strategy and they're trying to get it to go and they're almost there and they're like, sorry. And you always say sorry too. Yeah. Like you, you have to do it. Yeah. You have to go. Sorry. <laughs> Bam. <Yeah>. Pictionary. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. That's kind of like what you talked about. If someone's just bad at it, they can't get mad. Yeah. Scattergories. I don't remember that one. It's uh, it's just, there's a lot of wiggle room in the answers you can give. So mm. I'm sure that starts fights. Monopoly. Yeah. And then the last one, which I do not get at all why that would start fights, Clue. It's funny because at the very beginning of the episode, Mike was talking about Clue. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike yeah. Like, I got really pissed off at that game. <laughs> 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 so there's a way. I uh, guess. He, again, like it's, but it's not so much you're mad at somebody else for winning. It's because you, you yeah. messed up. Sure. Like, and you're not going to argue. Yeah. It was not like, it's just that, like, we were playing that the Harry Potter edition, which was is cool in that it adds some other stuff like you can die if you lose mm-hmm. enough points. And yeah. that's how we died was on the way to win, rubbing it into our daughters that, you know, we're about to win. Then we died in the hallway <laughs> and then they got to finish playing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, they didn't cry when they won though. So I don't understand why I care. I know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then I found another article about someone that did get mad about losing it's not a dad it's just some dude cedar city man sentenced in hammer attack so uh, a couple guys were playing D and oh D and did it and yeah was, i can uh... yeah jealousy over a girl was it a real girl though or yeah is I... it a fake girl in the game was it Even a guy better? playing a real <gasps> character because that's realistic too Apparently, oh my god well, i hated <laughs> when i was a kid playing D because if there was ever a girl on there pretty much the whole thing would just de- devolve to we all try to screw the girl and it's like Okay, guys. Yeah, that's not a way how how it is anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I hope not. But it was when I was a teen. <laughs> oh, you're a teen. It makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Here's all the things I will do. First, I will spoon her. I buy a rose, single rose. It'll be white. <laughs> I'll tip the barkeep two extra co- copper. Yeah. This guy's looking at five years to life after pleading guilty and beating two men with a hammer after a dispute stemming from a fantasy role playing game, Dungeons and Dragons, and jealousy <laughs> over a girl. But it was, wow, okay. One of the guys got a hole in his head and lost vision. Uh, he didn't kill him, <laughs> but uh, he's very uh, screwed up. So, you know, play board games responsibly. But does it explain, was it, a, it sounds like it was a girl in the game, there a made-up girl. It which probably is, was, let's be real. Which is there. amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's terrible what happened, but if it was over a made-up girl, that's I want. Awesome. I want to be a another player, guy player there playing a girl character. <laughs> I want it to be that scenario. Yep. Mm-hmm. He broke my heart. <laughs> I loved him, her. He toyed with my emotions one too many times. I gave her 18 healing potions. She's the implications. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's the explanation. According to testimony at his preliminary hearing, King was playing Dungeons and Dragons with Bryson and Shakrian the day before the attack. When Shakrian started acting cocky, according to Cedar City Police Detective Nathan Williams, Shakrian was directing a, pl a play of the game as Dungeon Master, and King apparently disliked what Shakrian was doing with King's character. They testified that he had an issue with Bryson for dating a girl after both said they wouldn't go out with her. Ah, so he called dibs. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, that's not about the game. That's about bro code, I guess. It was about uh, a real, a real, a real girl outside. Yeah, but a little disappointing. Not as fun. Well, she <laughs> dodged a bullet and a hammer. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Hammer. Yeah. Good God, that's like the wow. That's just brutal. I mean, I can understand like people that shoot each other because it's distance, but <laughs> a hammer and two guys. It's like. What the hell was the other guy doing? I know. What did the other guy do? You spilled my Mountain Dew, man. Yeah. <laughs> I happen to have this hammer here in my pocket. <laughs> mm -hmm. Watch out. It's in my <laughs> dice bag. <laughs> do you have any projects you're working on, Matt? I'm always working on something. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually, my, my profession, I'm, I'm a coder, um, which kind of fits in with my hobby as well. But yeah, so I am, I'm working on one thing right now um, with Mike, actually. We're doing a... Uh, a camping app for our friends um, who mm -hmm. made a website called Campground 360. Okay. Um, and it's just an app where you're able to go and uh, kind of find campgrounds in your area based on a ton of data that they have. Like if you want to find a campground that has RV parking and eight tent sites and is near shark infested ocean, it mm -hmm. is actually there for you. You can find that there cool. in this, in this app, in this data set. So it's kind of a fun little project we're doing. Sounds or like avoid it. Yeah. Campgrounds 360. Why would you avoid a shark filled ocean? <laughs> That's so, awesome. Are you doing the artwork, Mike? Yeah, I did like their mascot. So I got cool. to create their character. And then we, we're, as we're building it, the character's like on their main screen and then some so other that, stuff. Are you guys still working on it or is it out there yeah. already? Uh, if I'd be there in a, a month or two, I'd imagine we'd probably launch okay. it out there. Cool. The website's already up. They had a website they've been working on for like three or four years now okay. and it's full of all this like these 3d photos of different campsites you can actually see when you reserve a campsite you can be like oh he, let me see what the campsite looks like is there a bathroom nearby and actually see with their 360 cameras cool. everything around and where where you are what's the website it's called it's called it's campgrounds360.com got it okay yeah that actually sounds like something i would like to see of course telling you and they have, they have a lot again. of cool things coming down the line with this too very cool. Well, we're going to plug Seattle Gummy Company. They have been our wonderful sponsor. We love their product. You just pop a gummy. It works five times quicker than coffee. It's less than half the price of a cup of coffee, especially one of those Starbucks places or one of those uh, big chains. I got to stop dropping uh, brand names on this show. Ah, I know that one well, though. I was there for yeah. 11 years. Oh, were you? You <laughs> yeah. poor bastard. <laughs> well, they didn't pay well. That's absolutely true. But they give benefits, right? Eh. They they Kinda. do yeah for twenty yeah. hours actually they it's it's a pretty solid company I'm not Got gonna it. lie well but so is Seattle Gummy so check out the link in our show notes 
Click the link, add the code STANDUPDADS15, save 15% off your order. You know, we're all dads. There are times where we're just freaking exhausted and you just need a little boost to get you through the day. This is the perfect answer for it. It's Stand Up Dad tested and approved. Get shit done. Now, this brings us to our bad dad segment. I was able to find stories where dads lost their shit over board games. With a hammer? No, that one no, already, we already <laughs> talked about that one. And again, I do this bad dad segment, not so much to be like, ooh, look how horrible these guys are, but more to be, hey, I'm not as bad as a dad as, as I thought. So the first one. Really stretching your goals there. I like it. Yeah, I keep the bar nice and low. I'm actually not the worst wife. I'm. This guy's pretty su- pretty shutty too. It's realistic. The bar is this high now. Seriously. It, uh, <laughs> there were times where these actually pull me through. <laughs> But okay, the first one, and again, I will be posting links. Uh, Sioux Falls man arrested after alleged dispute over board game. And this was on Christmas. Isn't that nice? Over an alleged dis- dispute over a board game, although they do not say which game, which pisses me off. Oh, come on. Reporters. So it's a guessing game. I like this. Yeah. I just reporting on these <laughs> man, things. Come on. With reporters, it's a monopoly or bust. There's no, I mean, they're not going to no. know anyways. Yeah. So tickets to ride marketed edition. Sure. Let's say it was that, but it was in Sioux City, so maybe not. But they said uh, (laughs) there was a domestic dispute call around 3:45 on Thanksgiving or Christmas Day, and my favorite and the the suspect and the father were arguing over the game. They did not know the type of game, and Larson said 33-year-old Benjamin Walter bit and clamped the forearm of a police officer before he was taken into custody. Uh, The (laughs) officer suffered minor injuries. So I'm like, who bites people? (laughs) But I don't know. Well, that was, luckily, I mean, that was the kid, right? Uh, I'm a 13-year-old, something bit the the officer? 33-year-old. Oh, that's um, an old kid. Never mind. It probably was a dad. Okay. So, yeah, that's the part that blows my mind. So, he was charged with assault on law enforcement and simple assault domestic. At least I'm not that guy. And then I got another one. Again, your bar's pretty low right now, just so we're clear. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> I didn't bite a cop, so, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I never bit a cop, and I never... I mean, the night is young, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. I never had the cops called on me for arguing with my kid over a... Uh, board game you haven't lived my friend i but notice he says for arguing with my kid over a board game there's (laughs) other things (laughs) this is why it's nice to have a cop for a neighbor (laughs) Mm -hmm. quick reaction time i got you yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Uh, or you know it's like oh everything's okay here guys and you know (laughs) the whole jedi trick everything is fine here neighbor exactly Mm -hmm. it's never you can trust me These are the games you're looking for. This one, the reporter was good enough to tell us which game it was. Dad reportedly threatens daughter with rifle after suspecting her of cheating at Battleship. Battleship. <laughs> so, yeah, Battleship. This is a game for you. Battleships, rifles, and trailer parks. <laughs> if you, Tra- if you, if you trailer said park, Battleship. Jerry, Springle, Jerry Springer is Battleship's. Rifles totally. and trailer parks. You got nice. it. Nice. Mm-hmm. See? You're a genius. Every yep. once in a while, I can pull it off. Yep. Police say a 68-year-old Utah man was taken into custody after he threatened his teenage daughter. Jesus, 68, and he's got a teenage daughter? Wow. <laughs> with a loaded rifle after accusing her of cheating in a game of Battleship. Police suspect that he was drinking. I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. If he was stone-cold sober doing that, then... Eh. 
Yeah. The bar is even lower at that point. Some people yeah. are just dicks. His 17-year-old daughter called the 911 and because he became angry during the board game. Pair reportedly don't see each other much and she was visiting her father at a trailer camping site in a remote area. That's creepy. Mm. The dad was arrested on suspicion of third-degree felony aggravated assault. See, I'm much better at being a dad than that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a depressing story. Too. Imagine <laughs> being the daughter. You're like, you're like, yeah. You know, no husband. I have to go see my dad. He's he's a dick, I know, and he drinks a lot. But you know, I, I love him. He's my dad. He he made me fifty years ago, or fifty, you know, when he was fifty yeah. years old or whatever. Oof. But then you you go there knowing you have to do this. He's like, let's play Battleship. You're like, fine, I'll play Battleship. I have ten minutes before I have to leave. And you're playing your game, and all of a sudden he pulls a rifle on you. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. How how sucky is that for the daughter? <laughs> this is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to cheat at Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you win without cheating? I've, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've only played it a handful of times, but it's like, oh, I'll just move the boat over here. Dang. <laughs> Never don't play Battleship with, you. with me. Yeah. I guess if you play the electronic version, you have to program the stuff in ahead of time if they start. Oh, okay. But it takes like 20 (laughs) minutes to set it up. See, this is what happens sometimes with these bad dads, though, where he's gotten better in what he's picked, but a lot of times he would early on pick ones. Just so you know, because, yeah, Yeah. Mike does give me shit for ending the show on a downer because I found something. We're like, like, ha, 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 and then, oh, that poor daughter. (laughs) I had to filter through so many worse stories where people got killed mm. like there was one overboard like, games overboard games oh, yeah. wow one where like two brothers like attacked the mom with a frying pan oh my god jesus what just, game was it i can't Battleship. remember no uh, pie yeah, in the face like <laughs> <Yeah>. pie face <laughs> yeah so i i'm trying <laughs> of course now i just brought that up and everyone's gonna be like oh even worse thanks a lot rob well it's, wah, wah. it's not as bad as the headline but when i read the story it was way worse so Ugh. anyway email us the standupdads at gmail.com rate us uh, that helps our show grow subscribe check out the website stand-up-dads.com if you want a picture of an old man in a trailer aiming a gun at his daughter over cheating then, battle shit who would you write to <laughs> i'm assuming you would write that Mike? <laughs> i don't really want to draw that but <laughs> Money's money. So pencilforhire.com, pencil F-O-R hire, and pencil for hire on Instagram. Yeah, or if you want to draw me to draw Rob tell with a shotgun and yeah. battleship behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Telling you. Cheating at battleship, making oh. his son cry for him. <laughs> I tried playing battleship with him once. I will not do that again for until he's much older. Uh, <laughs> And Mike has a comic, and I'm going to plug it because I seem to like it more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does a better job of plugging it. I don't know if I do a better job. But He's, I, Matt's read it. Matt's read Clumsy Love. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Mike did a, a comic for years where, you know, before he had his kid and then after he had his kid. And it was like it would come out like every other day, and I looked forward to it all the time, and I would bug him if it wasn't out on time. Now it's in a book. You can order it. There's a link in the show notes. Matt, do you have anything to plug? Uh, the Campgrounds 360 we already talked about. I do want to, if I can jump in though, with yes. one, one thing about this whole bad dad thing. Now, I think I, I have probably, I probably do something similar, not nearly as bad as Shotgun to Battleship, but I, I did 
convince my kids that helping me open up board games and sleeving all the cards and punching out all the tokens is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Every game I have is sleeved, put in bags, and put away nicely because kids have dirty hands. I don't want them to touch my cards without it being like, I'm very OCD with how my board games are presented. So I guess the worst bad dad thing I do with board games is convince them that helping me sleeve 300 cards is a fun time. Oh, so each individual card? Every every card you go in my my office, every single thing is sleeved. I mean, not just the pe- the deck, but every card. Every individual card, yeah. Okay, that's a little I, fucking wacko. If you look behind <laughs> me right here, oh, right uh, right back there against the yeah. wall. Yeah. That's a uh, so that's probably oh I guess maybe three thousand four thousand sleeves right there ready to go, and then I have a bin down below where they're full of them as well. Wow. Okay. But the that problem is once I once I started, I couldn't stop. Like if I had never sleeved anything, I'd probably be rich because I. <laughs> I've done it, but when so I started have to doing it, I'm like, this is so much all better. the cards to be able to play. No, no, they're each card's individually sleeved. No, you so, play them. Oh, so they you stay in the sleeve. They stay sleeve. Yeah, yeah. They, they're clear uh, plastic sleeves. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like the runner at grandma's house and the plastic on the couch. Yep. Yeah. All right. If you spill soda on the table, it's fine because I mean I will still get pissed off. But if you spill <laughs> soda, like it's not going to ruin my card. <laughs> you know what? I get it though. I understand because I get pissed off when I'm missing board pieces, you know, game pieces. That drives me nuts because I think we're using a marble to replace one of the messed up trouble pieces. Oh yeah, and it's like kind of the same color, so we just do that. I understand. I could, I could see why you would do that. So we'll say creative dad. That's what we'll say. Sure. <laughs> uh, maintenance. That's what dad. I say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> My bar is set as high as yours. So. Well, when you go to Amazon to buy sleeves for all your cards, check out The Eye of Mongombo, a comic by a uh, graphic novel by Doug Gray. It's hilarious. There's a link in the show notes. Pick it up. You got nothing better to do. It's a pandemic. Is that on Amazon now? It is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. On Amazon. There were some issues with the uh, previous provider. Yeah. Which I don't know if he wants us talking about. It involved um, Battleship and a shotgun. So. Exactly. And it was just really <laughs> sad. A really old man <laughs> with young kids. <laughs> Click the link in the show notes for Seattle Gummy Company. It's a wonderful product. Enter the code STANDUPDADS15. Get 15% off your order. And get my side project gag on this podcast. That is run by Big Nick. We record... We interview comics all over the country now because of Zoom and have a great time doing it. Uh, we just did one uh, right before this with a Devante, and I cannot remember his last name, but he's a hilarious dude out of Arizona. Check it out. Matt, you got anything else about games? Uh, no. Cool. <laughs> um, I'm a big, uh, I, I don't know, I, I like collecting in my kickstart so many things. It's just a fun hobby to have. It, it's fun to play with people and get that, you know, that opportunity to see how they play and just really you know, bond over that kind of stuff. So can you tell uh, something about a person based on how they play? hundred percent. Yeah. That makes sense. And the three of us all play magic now, at least arena. Since I've been working. Yeah. We got to wait once this is done to be able to play. Cause me and Matt have started to play in person, play the the actual cards. That's super fun too. (laughs) With the real cards. The real cards. Like back in the long, long ago. <laughs> uh, okay, the analog approach. version of magic. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're creeping into territory. We're going to have to call this Nerdfest 5. Mm-hmm. No, but I do enjoy Fest magic 4. more than I... We've had quite a few Nerdfests, actually. <laughs> he usually stops me before I can get rolling. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of like the... 
that what the whole Monty Python and the Holy Grail every time mm-hmm. the son starts to say, I want to sing the shut up, shut up, stop him, stop him, <laughs> stop him. He'll go, Mike, 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 stop, stop, stop. No one cares. I'm like, mm. I never said no one cares. Oh, I care. <laughs> Damn, making me out to be a monster. (laughs) On that note, we will talk to you guys next week. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.